Welcome to another hopefully informative episode of the Bart and Dane Show. I'm Dane. And I'm Bart. An episode once again tell you that government's corrupt, people are crazy, God is right. And we have Stacey Joe with us again, our, our, our Trump girl. She's, Thanks uh, for having me. Hey, yeah, we're going to, you know, <laughs> we're going to talk about <clears throat> something here um, that is globally the fastest growing crime in the world. And it's not what you, it's not what you would think. Um, it's a $99 billion per year industry and profits. And when we doing this pre-show stuff, I just said, you know, we should just do a no holds barred on this because we, we just need to get this out there mm-hmm. and uh, not tiptoe around it. So what is that crime? Pedophilia. There you have it. Sex trafficking, child sex trafficking. And I believe everything is tied to this. Um, you know, the protecting their interests mm-hmm. um, in this stuff. And we've, we've, uh, we're, we're just going to kind of talk about maybe some stuff that has, you know, come out of their people's mouths, just like Corey Hain. Corey Hain and Corey Feldman. Actually, Corey Hain committed suicide, but Corey Feldman. Right, mm-hmm. right. So how many how many people are that we know of that we can, you know, that we can probably say that has been involved in this? I mean, let's, you know, Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Hanks, I don't care. I don't care. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I'm, I'm Ricky Gervais. I don't care. Last mm-hmm. time, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. So you know, Hollywood is is evil. They're evil. Yeah, and you know, this is the thing. I was. Uh, I know this is timestamp, but um, the um, the Supreme Court, I guess, had a leak uh, about a week ago um, when this when this will air, and um, a lot of the um, they were trying. I, th- I guess Alito wrote a. Uh, wrote a paper about trying to overturn Roe v. Wade and it leaked out and all the pro or the pro choice people came. You know, and that honestly <clears throat> that's the big crime. It's abortion in America. That's that's you know, you could put It's murder. Yeah, you don't really you know, you put, you know, child trafficking or, you know, you say is it sex trafficking? Is it labor trafficking? Or let's just get down to the bones of it. I mean, abortion. Mm-hmm. I mean that's murder. That's that's child abuse, and that that fits in this little this little thing that we're trying to talk about. You want me to jump in? No. Who okay. are you? I, I don't well, know. What I, is your name? I, somebody. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe somebody. One day. Anyway, yeah. I actually, I I, I told Bart that uh, we need to do another one of these, and this is one of the hardest ones to do for me. And I don't I don't like discussing this at all. No. Uh, this pedophilia, I just do not like it at all. Uh, but I think you're right. All this kind of ties in together. Um, and I've said that several times. I think it runs so deep that a lot of the people that are involved are so up there on the chain, or however you want to call it. But uh, I think that's the reason these people aren't, you know, just like Epstein, people weren't named. All right. They weren't named for a reason, you know, because they didn't want to open that Pandora's box. Um, Do you but, think it's almost like a mafia? Type organization, like an organization. Well, we learned last week when we interviewed the um, the whistleblowers, um, you know, Sarah and Rebecca, that there are there are people that are Jennifer. What I say, Rebecca, it's Jennifer. Is it Jennifer, I mess her name up all every time. single time. <laughs> Rebecca, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I had a long day at work, but. Um, was I going with that? But they know that we, we learned that they were there was people that are untouchable. Mm-hmm. You know, just just middle management people to Social Security office. You can imagine, you know, if you're a Hollywood director or you know a CEO or something like that. You know, it's 
people are. There's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask a question here because this is this is. What is the? There's a cause for this, and I know I know it's evil, but I mean you know, Satanistic. But you notice the teachers also. There's been a whole lot of female teachers that are abusing kids. Some male, but the statistic says mostly females. And it just seems like a pattern in our society that, you know, this has this. Well, with little about, kids, you know, yeah. and, and you, at Hollywood and the media in particular, they they soften the public up with things all the time, and they run these balloons up just like, you know, just like you were talking about on the, uh, on the uh, Supreme Court. That that was. Hundred percent intentional. One hundred percent. Somebody leaked it. Yeah, and and it. They had a reason for leaking it. Maybe yeah. the new justice, mm -hmm. the one that don't know doesn't know what a woman is. Yeah, but but you you, you think about that just like the um, what was that one girl we talked about last week? I don't think we talked about on air uh, where she admitted to drinking blood. Um, Huma Abedin uh, or well Hillary Clinton. Uh, yeah, well all those. Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah. so, uh, just recently though, I, she yeah. was in the Transformer movie. What was her name? Oh, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what movie she's in now. And, yeah. But anyway, yeah. She, and, and what they do, they soften you up to that, and and it, they get the public jaded to it, to where eventually, it's all that stuff is okay, just like everything else. I mean, well, in coordination with the media trying to hide it. You know, and and reporting on uh, reporting on other things. I mean, it's a it's kind of a mixed bag. You know, they're not we're not going to report on it. We're going to soften them up to it. We're not going to report on it. Therefore, it's not happening. Well, they think they're like these iconic figures, and they have this certain social status, and you know, they're they're elitist. So people look up to them, and it's okay. They can get away with whatever they want. And it's it's accepted. They're they're, they're technocrats. I mean, you know, a good example technocrat is somebody that you know that has a you know, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a, you know, I'm a rocket scientist, therefore I'm smarter than you, I know everything, you don't know, I'm, I know more about something than you do, so therefore you have no opinion on it. So, um, so oh well, yeah, what's, I, no, sorry, what's this thing about uh, no vagina, no opinion? Oh, you know, it's like, but men can have babies now, so I guess there <laughs> goes that argument, right? That's just a thought that came to my mind, you know. Well, and, and like I said, it, uh, the, you, you, we talked about uh, my body, uh, my choice about the shot, and you hadn't heard anything. And now they bring this out about the Supreme Court ruling, and now it's all back, you know, my body, my choice. See, uh, I don't believe that because when a woman is pregnant, there's two bodies involved, yeah, not just one body. That And that second body is not able to make a decision. It's not able to speak for itself. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, it's like the Virginia. So people that say that, I mean, per, uh, honestly, can we, or no hold bar, I just want to come after them with a pair of scissors because that's not even right. No. no, no that baby deserves justice. That baby right. deserves a voice. Right. That yeah. baby has rights just like we do. It's not a, it's not a woman's health care choice. You don't have a right to. You don't have a right to to do that. You don't. You, you don't have to right terminate to, life. To terminate a life, mm -hmm. regardless if it's you know uh, a fetus or a you know geriatric patient. You, there's you can't do it. Well, that that's like that Virginia governor. They talked about having the baby and then they decide if they decide they want to abort it. They can do that after the baby is born. Well, that's one hundred percent murder at let that me, point. <clears throat> let me read you something here. You guys heard of the uh, California new uh, bill, AB. Two 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 three. I haven't heard of it. Haven't heard of it. Well, you're about to. Listen to this. 
seeks to legalize the killing of babies in California after birth, depending on how the term uh, prenatal is interpreted by the courts. So they're going after words, you know, so determining, so that's the angle they're taking. What does prenatal really mean? So this bill legalizes the infanticide of children several weeks after the birth and possibly as late as the first birthday if the barbaric bill is enacted. So there will be no criminal or civil liability for the mother or those who assist her with killing her baby. The People's Republic of California. California just needs to fall into the ocean. Well, they, they need the Lord. <laughs> I mean, first and foremost, this is, you know, and this is this is what, you know, I kind of asked that question, what's going on here with, um, because we, we see these patterns of people just, you know, just fantasizing about kids and just, there's something happening here. There's something happening here. And um, it is, it's definitely, it's definitely a spiritual battle. It's, it's so, it's, it's so sick. Well, and I, I don't think it's just something that just all of a sudden popped up. Now it's ramped up in the last few years, but I mean, this is something that happened, you know, since the time of Jesus, you know, I mean, it, there has been, you know, you talk about the Roman, you know, Caligula and all that, all those oh, yeah. things that happened with them. They, yeah. They believed in all this stuff they're doing today. I mean, right. part of that comes right from that. Some of these uh, rituals and experiences and yeah. stuff that they do. The child sacrifices in the, you know, the book of Nehemiah. There was, you know, it was ha- this stuff has, you know, lot uh, Sodom and Gomorrah was was destroyed. So yeah, I mean, it, it is a, it's a humanity thing. It's like it's, but we're seeing it come in our generation. I think that in the more recent years that. Uh, the conspiracy theories with QAnon being more public and these radical left-wing people who are after the GOP have brought it more to the forefront because a lot of people probably weren't paying attention. Right. Yeah, you know, and we've got the Hunter Biden laptop, you know, which we've talked about, you know, exclusively, extensively, uh, obviously on this show, but uh, that's real. You know, it's, uh, this is another good question. Why? Why does people want to see that? Why are they trying to cover this up? Mm-hmm. You know. Well, and you know, we'll go ahead and touch on that ministry of uh, misinformation, or what? What is it called? Good grief! I mean, I yes. mean it, it's amazing. I mean, I think maybe we touched this, or maybe we talked about it before, but Cuba was the same thing. You know, I, I was watching something the other day where they came in and said, "Oh, yeah, you cannot have saxophones in your uh, in your band." All right, and, yeah. and then it's oh you can't have this and you can't have that, you know where does it stop? Uh, and, I, and I don't want you guys to think I'm saying that one's okay and one's not, but but the thing is it needs to be fair across the board for everything. And free speech means free speech. You cannot uh, quelch it. You can't squash it. You can't. Uh, you you have the right to say whatever you want to say. So basically, what this is is they want to throw out their narrative and. Um, any reaction or you know backlash from that it's going to be you know it, it, truth or not they're just going to wipe it out and uh, th- we we do have some GOP senators and that have you know proposed a bill to say that this cannot happen and this will not happen but these these things I never never heard that until uh, Elon bought Twitter I never heard of this Oh, you think that's a coincidence? Isn't that something? He's a complete savage, and I'm just like a huge Elon Musk fan right now. Okay, Elon controls Bitcoin. He controls the electric car market. And now he's controlling rule of law. I love it. 
Really? And that, yeah, free speech. I mean, yeah. this guy's, I don't know. He, uh, yeah, is that a coincidence? They don't, they just don't, they just don't want this stuff out there. And that with any critical thinking, normal human being, that should be a red flag. You know, and I, I've said this before, you know, the, the, uh, Kennedy era, uh, Democrats, if you would have those today, that those would be Republicans today. Right. And, and you look at um, how how the parties changed so dramatically. I, I said this to somebody, and and you know I've said it before. The National Party kind of left me. Uh, now they during election year they they say everything I like them to hear. You know they they tell everything. They say, oh yeah, we're for this, against this, and all that stuff. But when it comes to their voting, National Party doesn't vote the same way that they preach it to us. And I couldn't imagine being in the other party. And looking at the squad and some of these other people out there representing you, I, I can't just, I can't imagine, I can sit there and say, I'm proud of those people. You know, I'm not proud of some of the people in the Republican Party. But, no, no. you know, I, I, no. anyway, hey, um, something that I thought was interesting, and I, I hate doing research on this pedo stuff because then I'm, it's on my browser history and people might think I'm, but I'm totally obviously against this. But, um, Something I thought was interesting, there was a CIA, CIA report, and there was uh, 10 different staffers they had that were involved in something to do with pedo. And uh, one of them actually admitted to uh, raping a two-year-old and a six-year-old. Yeah. Um, he was uh, fired but never convicted, never charged with anything. No. There, there's untouchable. You're right, untouchables. You can't. I don't understand that. And, and you know, th- th- what they were saying is, uh, we can't uh, can't have those people testify because they may inadvertently be forced to disclose sources and methods. Mm-hmm. It's just like the the, the Jeffrey Epstein and mm-hmm. the Gizzo Maxwell list. Why? Why is it not public? Why is it not public? So, so I'm set there. This is what I'm reduced to. I'm set. You know, if I want to watch court TV, I got to watch Johnny Depp and Amber Amber Heard. You know, um, you know. Go through domestic court. It, this is more. That's more important than this. Are you kidding me? I could care less. If, you know, good grief, man. If if he's hit you, just leave. Mm-hmm. If, imagine if. Good if, lord. If it was your two year old or six year old that went through this experience, buddy, buddy, I, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now. So what year was this? I didn't get the year. Uh, I didn't write that down. Um, Something else that was uh, interesting. There was a. Uh, this is in 2016 that the uh, this one particular Daniel Payne, I think's the guy's name. He was a top uh, Pentagon Pentagon security officer, and he said that. Um, basically, I'll say it in a nutshell. What happened was he couldn't believe the amount of child porn on these computers for yeah. the people that work for government, and then they had some guy on there that said. Well, I didn't know it was illegal to have child porn on my government computer. Did James Comey say that? <laughs> James Comey said, "Well, we we can't. Uh, you can't prosecute intent." That's probably. You, you, do you remember when he said that about Hillary Clinton? It's like, what are you? Are you what's wrong with you, man? Yeah. yeah. And you know, we've we've talked about the Hunter Biden laptop so much, we forgot about Anthony Weiner's. And Uma Abedin. And Uma Abedin's laptop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what's on that one? There's so much stuff out there. Ask you. Guys. I mean, he admitted to having sexual relations with a 15 year old yeah oh yeah all that's on and i mean they have the proof it's all there it's not hearsay it's actual 
it's it's pictures it's writings it's emails back and forth i mean what more could you ask for and he's floating around town you know i think some states actually say the age of consent is 14 is that what it is here in ohio i think it's 16 is it really different in different states but that's you you can't even consent to if you want your apples i'm sure (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. i mean at 14 yeah you should be what in the world? That's, that's I, 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 I think that that's wrong. I, I mean, obviously the age of consent is wrong, but it's, but I think too, they have to look at, I mean, maybe you guys might disagree, but like the age difference, if you have a 50 year old going after a 14 year old, I mean, that's sick. I mean, if you're in high school, 14, 16, you're dating, yeah, you have the same mindset yeah. when you're 50 and you're in a position of power in the government, you can't tell me you don't know right from wrong, and eventually it's going to catch up with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's... Uh, but you, you work for Hillary Clinton, you can get away with anything. Yeah, they'll go after the 18-year-old who was with the 16-year-old. Yeah. You know, that's kind of your... You know, even though that's, you know... Okay, you shouldn't have sex before marriage anyway. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Right. That's, that's biblically. But, I mean, that you're right. You, you yeah, know. I'm not saying it's right at any age. You're right. I'm just I, like, yeah, I'm trying to. It's like an older... I mean, come on. Yeah, you know, that'd be right. like me going after like a, a... I mean, I'm a 48-year-old female being with a... But you're a 50. Almost. Okay. A, like a 16-year-old. Yeah. Can I well, go to your prom or your homecoming? I mean, that's Teachers just... Teachers are doing it. I mean, every time you turn around, isn't it? I mean, every week. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, you're going through Breitbart or something, you see another one, mm-hmm. another one, another one, and it's like, good grief, man. What is, I just don't get the mentality. I have a question. What what age group is most vulnerable and what gender as far as, this this, come from the, this came from the FBI and, and justice.gov. What age range do you think would be the most vulnerable to go missing, to, to be sold into the sex slave in, industry? Like as a child, maybe like five to twelve or something. Five to twelve is that your answer? Mm-hmm. What's yours? I'd say about the same. Even maybe male or younger. female? Female. Female. Well, you got the female part right. Seven to thirteen. I was close. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so, yeah, Plus but, or minus. Yeah, seven to thir- seven to thirteen. So I'm thinking. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I just this is this centers around everything. I was. Rhonda's here. I was I was talking to uh, talking to her this morning about I think it was this morning about um, uh, Hillary Clinton in the Ukraine, you know, and these people are all this about the Ukraine. That's where a lot of this stuff's coming from. The, 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 that's where they're grooming these people. That's where they're they're taking these these girls. That's where they're you know, this is the auction block. It's just like maybe Charleston Harbor back in the seventeen hundreds with the slave trade. That's what mm-hmm. they're doing, and they're taking them to the Ukraine. So. I said, the first thing you need to know is Ukraine the good guy is to look at this picture. Nancy Pelosi's over there with Zelensky. That tells you all you need to know. So Look no further. Look no further, right. <laughs> so, um, you know, these statistics are so, you know, you can sit there and say, uh, what's the most popular uh, sports car? You know, boom, man, you get it. You talk, you try to Google, duck, duck, go try to do research on this stuff. It's impossible. Do, okay, so let me ask you this. Do you think that things like this, which obviously, but do you think that this sex trafficking and all this pedophilia, especially with Hollywood being so prominent and the, the government so corrupt the way that it is, does this happen in other countries like it does here in the United States? 100%. 
crazy you said that. I but, was. But do they try to prosecute them, pro- prosecute them in in these other countries, or is it disallowed? Um, well, that's see, that's, that's a good question. But a lot of this, when I was trying to do some stuff on this, I, you were you were seeing Italy, you were seeing Ukraine, you were seeing like um, countries. I know there was something like in the 70s, I think I was reading about it a little bit ago that they did this. There was a gentleman that did an an actual experiment with a couple of boys in Germany and it lasted for about 15 years. I wanted to get more on it, but I didn't have time. So but I mean, just across the board, I just feel like it's more prominent here in our country than what it is in other places. I think maybe it is because we live here. Um, you got to remember that now this is just me talking here you got to remember remember it's different than it was when we were growing up you know we we actually had borders you know we had germans we had now this is such a global it's such a global community that you know we have interest everywhere they have interest in us you know that's just so global i believe this every problem that's happening here in the united states is definitely a global problem you know the one world currency the one world religion the one world cabal the one world Mm -hmm. you know so I just think everything. The new world order. The new world order versus the great awakening, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things where I believe it is definitely global. Well, I think I think you know, fifty years ago or more, it was all in the closet. You didn't hear, you didn't see this stuff. Right. Uh, nothing was prevalent. We didn't have a twenty-four hour news cycle. Um, you know, everything is instant. Social media. Yeah. So, but but yeah, back. You know, you think about. And you, you really think about the shows that were on way back when, Leave It to Beaver and you know, yeah. all those other shows. Right. That I mean, it, you know, you wouldn't see what you see on today's shows. And Dane, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think if you actually heard that back in the day, it would be like the same feeling as like, hey, a Martian's just, a UFO just landed in our backyard. Would oh, you yeah. really believe that? Yeah. And, 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 you know, we talk about what we talk about uh, – when they have these rituals and they drink blood and they do all this other stuff, you know, some people probably think, Oh, you guys are talking about us being crazy. We're talking about this stuff, but this stuff happens, you know, it absolutely does. Um, What's you're right. What's more important to you? Is it uh, Johnny Depp and Andrew, Amber Heard or, you know, you know, 90, 90 black people getting killed by white cops a year or this. Yeah. Now, if you listen to CNN or the mainstream media, you know, obviously the other stuff's more important than, than, than this stuff. Yeah. Speaking of CNN Plus, I guess you were one of the 10,000 subscribers, right? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> Am I a statistic now? Is there really a thing, CNN Plus? Yeah. They came out and spent like $350 billion or $1 million, whatever it was. And, and uh, it was a pay uh, service. Wow. And they had 10,000 10, subscribers. And I think less than 30 days later, they closed it down. I mean, why would you want to watch pay to watch something you see on CNN that's irrelevant anyway? It's irrelevant, right? Yeah. Um, you had mentioned something earlier, uh, Stacy, before we came on, and this is um, when you, you, we were talking about PizzaGate, which is, you know, we've talked about that on on previous uh, podcasts. We've talked about the fall of the cabal. If you haven't watched it yet, then you know you're not doing yourself any justice. So this this will Rhonda say, you know, people are wealthier today. And it's easier to order a child. Mm-hmm. It's so global. It's easier to skid, you know skid around the laws. You know, do I have extradition here? If the you know I can go here, just like Tom Tom Hanks picks up goes to Greece. 
Um, I mean, you're wealthier. There's more places to run. There's more kids to choose from. You're wealthier. It's it's a lot easier. And I think that's a great point. You can order whatever you want. You can order right. height. You can order weight. You can right. order skin color. You can order age. That's right. I mean, it's sick. Yeah. And there, I mean, in in today's culture, it's not even the wealthy elitist. It's you know, all, in our area, there's an opioid epidemic, and it's amazing what you would see that people who are striving to get their next fix what they would do with their child that you know you know that's I, w I said let's be no holds barred here but you're you're right because um i know of a, of a family mm -hmm. that has done that people trade their kids absolutely they give their kids up for drugs they right. give their cars up they give them right. up relationships that's true mm -hmm. i mean it's um i mean it's a well-known story here and um I don't know how much media it got, but um, it was definitely happening. Uh, I own some rental properties. I was just say I just owned some rental properties, and I saw it happen. I saw the U.S. Marshals, and back in the day, I talked to him. I was like, "What's going on?" And he told me, and I was just like, "What?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it happens. They sell them for sex, sell sure. them for drugs, drugs, sell them for whatever. That's right. They do. So it's. I mean, if you can imagine what it's doing on somebody that makes twenty thousand dollars a year, what if you make fifteen million dollars a year? Can you imagine what's available to you? I saw. I saw this girl, and what's wrong with me? I did, and she was about seven. She was probably about 14 when they come and got mom and dad. Saw her probably two years ago walking down the street. Smashed out of her mind. Mm -hmm. Probably addicted to heroin and everything else. And, and uh, she's a pretty girl. I mean, she's a cute little girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She is she not to being cute makes you, you know, on the path to success. But, you know, all kids are cute. All right. kids are sweet. You know, just a sweet girl. They're innocent. Right. And their innocence is stolen from them. Man, how about them Bengals? What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I mean, mm -hmm. it, it breaks my heart, man. It's like, you know, you see these kids and it's like it happens. This stuff happens. We're not, man, we're, we're not coming on this podcast just to, you know, sit here and have fun and at other people's expense and, 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 and try to, this stuff is happening in real life. It is. And, I mean, if it happens on a small local level, can you imagine what's happening in Hollywood? Correct. I mean, it's accepted. that Those kids out there, you know, a lot of them, a lot of children, you know, they might be really good. They might get on a local commercial or whatever, and their families might sign them up at, like, a local beauty pageant or one of these little contests. And then there's, uh, like, a scout, like a talent agent or something. They're like, okay, we're going to make it big. We're going to take your child. Jomine Ramsey. Yeah. Exactly. We're going to sign them up for this, sign them up for that. And then, so the mom and dad, you know, obviously they have to work because they have homes, they have cars, they have other children that they're responsible for. So what do they do? They send that child off to go live with a host family, like in New York or yeah. somewhere in California. Right. So then what happens to that child when you can't keep an eye on it and somebody else is responsible for it right. and it gets passed around? Right. Like, I mean, look at Drew Barrymore. She was going to these Hollywood parties at the soda pop shops when she was 10 years old doing cocaine and getting drunk. That's right. And that's normal. Cocaine and hookers. <laughs> Unbelievable. I just, I, I know I'm inappropriate sometimes, but I just have to because I, I just. <clears throat> but I mean, that's real life. Yeah. I guess I lived mostly a sheltered life because I didn't even know Drew Barrymore had done that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm just going to ask some questions. Just see what you guys think. This is some research I did. Some things that I was very interested in. How many, what's the percentage of people that are uh, 
that, that are abused or kidnapped uh, and sold into the sex slave, how many know they're abusers, percent-wise? Probably 60. I'd say it's high. 90. I was going to say 90. 90. 90%. Know who, who's the person that's abusing them. No, they know the abuser. Who's, yeah. Yeah, they, the, they know the person that's abusing them. Yeah, just like yeah. you said. They, yeah. Um, that's crazy. I mean, but, you know, it's... Um, let's see another one here. This, was, this one was what got me. How many, what's the percentage of youth as youth, youths? These two youths. <laughs> youths. What's a youth? What's a youth? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. My cousin Vinny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are, okay, ages 14 to 17, the percent of children, 17, 14 to 17, that are sexually victimized. Mm, God. You go for I, I said first last time. You go first. I'll just say it. You want me to say it? Say it. Sixteen percent. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. But I had one that said twenty-eight percent over the course of their lifetimes. Yeah. So that's a quarter. You know. So you just take that. You know that three-year span there, sixteen percent, but twenty-eight percent of women over the course of their lifetime. That's a that's a quarter. And you know, again, like I said, it's our, one in four women. Yeah, one in four. It, it, one in four women will get breast cancer. I guarantee you it's higher than that because most people don't report it. Thank yeah. you, Rhonda. That is exactly where I was going because these numbers are all, are low because you can't you can't get real statistics on this stuff. Mm-mm. I searched. I've been doing this for for weeks trying to, and it's like you can't you cannot find this. So they go, oh, how many go unreported? I have this. That's why. Um, uh, estimated there. Estimated, yeah. They say 20, 22%, but I say it's higher than that. I so if 22 go unreported, mm-hmm. well, you're unreported. The numbers are astronomical. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's, it's has to be it has to be higher than that because I, I can't imagine, yeah. you know, somebody gets date raped and then, you know, they're embarrassed over the situation. They allowed it to happen, I'm sure. Right. And then, you know, going through the ordeal of actually doing, you know, going through the reporting process and, yeah, and, and having to go through, I think um, Andy talked about that. He did. did yes, we, he did. Was it on the podcast or was it after? Man, I can't remember, but we did have a good conversation about that. Yeah, yeah. and and it was it was amazing that you know these girls, uh, you know they they would have had to. And I can't remember the whole story, but they would have had to stood up in trial and say, "Yes, that right. person done this to me." You know, and right. and to make that person live through that again, <sighs> that's traumatic. You know, the only thing is, is you know then. It goes to the other side, you know, if your accusers don't face you, you know, how can you defend yourself against these accusers? Right, you right. Know, Especially so. if you're, if, if you're, say you're a child actor, but what if you're part of the Mickey Mouse Club? Yeah. And you were? you're going up against this, I mean, you're going up against the, the system. Sure. Literally. Yeah. And, I mean, who's going to believe you when you have all of these powerful people? Do you, do you think Walt would uh, approve of what's going on today? Absolutely not. Oh, Ooh, great segue. You're the man. <laughs> you notice how all these other Florida businesses are kind of backing off of this grooming bill after what happened to Disney? Yeah. They're like, uh, okay, we're keeping our mouth shut. But what, what, uh, back to what you were saying, you know, I was listening to a, a guy that I really, I really, uh, you know who Marcus Luttrell is, right? Mm-hmm. The lone survivor. He yeah. was, uh, never met the guy. I would love to meet him. Love to hang out with him. I love to, you know, spend a day with him. Um, he um, was doing this interview, and uh, he was talking about every time somebody wants to uh, 
talk to me. They want to talk about the worst day of my life. And he says it, it, he struggles with that mentally. He doesn't, he doesn't want to go back to that. He said, I just want somebody to come up to me and say, hey, you know, um, let's go fishing. Let's do this. Just be normal. Just be normal. So you can imagine, you know, a big Navy SEAL saying this, and then you get a teenage girl. Okay, you're going to sit here and you're going to tell people exactly what um, Uncle Joe or, you know, the boy, the, the guy next door, or whomever did to you in front of a courtroom. I mean, SEALs don't want to talk about it. You can imagine that. It's kind of like give you a compare and contrast there. You know, it's. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily someone doesn't want to go through that. That's just their life. They don't know that Uncle Joe's not supposed to be doing that to them. You know what I mean? They that, just, in some cases, you're right, I think. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think everybody has a moral compass, and they, they would, you know, unless they're just jaded to it. Yeah, the well, kids kid would, is groomed. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. But, a lot of these kids, especially in families where they have like you know three or four little girls in one house, and you have say mom has a new boyfriend, and they go visit you know mom and grandpa, and you know mm-hmm. the mom and the new boyfriend go out and leave the kids alone, and then you know mm-hmm. this uh, the the boyfriend's dad is with the kids alone. It happens all the time. Yeah, it does. And it's like they pro- it's like they're programmed. They they're smooth. I mean, they know what to say, they know how to act, they know what rooms to take them in and they know I mean, it's twisted. Hmm. I was just thinking that uh, especially like what usually happens, they you know, they they threaten the kids. Mhm. They say don't tell. Mm-hmm. You tell I'm going to kill your mom or whatever the case may be, but or don't don't tell, and but, I'll take you out to get a new toy. Or... But that child, of course, later has all kinds of usually emotional problems, mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of other stuff. And that's what I was talking about. Their their moral compass is probably saying this is wrong the whole time, whether whether they're groomed for it or not. I, I can't imagine them not well, say, thinking that you know this is not right. I think you, know? you and Ron are both right because you know we 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 do have this mass formation psychosis. I think even though you do that may be can be suppressed. You know, I think it goes on. Some kids may know and some kids may not know, but I, I guarantee you they, they usually find out later. Well, you know? a lot of them suppress those uh, images and thoughts and, and try to put it in the back of their mind because they, they don't want to relive whatever. That didn't something happen with Roseanne Barr like 20 years ago or something, and she had like a major meltdown because something happened and it triggered the abuse that she had when she was younger? I don't remember all yeah, of the details, she, but do you remember that? It triggered her to sing that crappy national anthem yeah, that was bad <laughs> <laughs> but no i mean there's there is something like it's you know you're you're like that for so long and we'll just say like you know there's three or four children and grandpa or the uncle or the neighbor or the babysitter whoever is doing it to everybody and so like all of you the siblings you think that that's normal because you see it being done to each one of you but you have this pack that you stick together and you don't talk well then something happens when you become an adult and you're like mm-hmm. wait a minute that's that's not normal yeah let me uh i just want to let me give you a stat here this is this was the one that i just so i was looking up you know abuse mal is called maltreatment maltreatment of kids they divided into five categories just about <coughs> anywhere you go you'll see this divided into five categories uh, child physical abuse Sexual abuse, number three, emotional abuse, number four, neglect, and number five, family abduction. So you'll see those five categories. How many children fall to in one of these categories? 
in one of these categories, give me percent. Well, I'd say the abduction is probably the largest percentage. Uh, let's see. Well, but, but then then once they're abducted, then they're in probably two or three of those. Other I'll silos. go with either physical or sexual being first. Was neglect first, but just you know what is neglect? It's like you know, but you know how how big's big, you know. But uh, they're, they're divided into one of these one of these five categories, one half. So if you are uh, if you're if you're an adult or you know if you're over the age of twenty and you're still living, half of, half of the population has been victimized by neglect, uh, family abduction, um, child physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse. So two of us at this table. I was going. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna raise my hand. One right here. Present. Two. So half. There it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and I was looking at this. I mean, physical abuse was mine. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, I was reading these stats. You know, see, I, I thought you were going to say mental abuse. Well, it is mental. It, it's it's you know when, that thing too. You know, child, the physical abuse and the, and, the, and the emotional abuse. I mean, that's kind of one and the same. Yeah. You know, one leads to another. I mean, yeah. you know. Well, that's what I said earlier. I mean, they're all. Can, they're probably all in the same silo, basically. Right. I mean, once you once you boil it so, all down, you each one of those persons that's in one yeah. of those groups could probably be fit in most of those groups. Right. And half the population. So it's like, you know. Um, that's why we need more mental health advocates. No, we need more. We, we need more Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Oh my God. We need more. We need more of a black cop. Black. I mean, you people wonder why there's such like there's such a stigma with mental health though, and then the people right. that have mental health issues they they're not treated as what somebody with like well, a, they, a broken leg or they don't have any mental health facilities for long term care. Basically, that's prison mm-hmm. at this point. I mean, we as a country we have. Can we talk about punishment for these people, like for these pedophiles? Like it's so. Yeah, I'll say this first, but the system, the system is so broken, and castration would be good enough for them. Well, and the sad thing about that is I read a report, even if they're castrated, they still have those urges to do that, and they can still go out and perpetrate that, whether they yeah. have the ability to execute the task or not. The, there is medication out there, though, that they actually... But, and I'll say this, because I was a pharmacy technician for 16 years, and I did long-term care pharmacy... And the majority of the men of our patients, I, I won't say all, I don't have an actual number, but I would say there was a vast amount of the men take a medicine every day, semetidine, tagamet, whatever you want to call it. Tagamet? To reduce those sexual urges. But the problem is, is they take it for so long and then they decide they want to go off of it mm-hmm. because of the way it makes them feel. But, and, and you know, I, what I hear here at the table is, is it's all about men abusing or taking advantage of women. What about the other side of that coin? Yeah. It, it happens. It does happen. Well, we're talking a lot about, like, little girls, but, it, I mean, boys are passed around just oh, as yeah. much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Basically, what this, I mean, we could we could come on this show and just say two words and would sum up everything we're talking about. It's a sin problem. You know, and it's we're we're just getting more and more. Um, I don't know, man. We're just getting more and more acclimated. Or people are getting too far away. I think mm-hmm. from God yeah, and sure. from like spirituality and just Jesus in general. I mean, I think the country is just 
university. Well, absolutely. Well, I, th- I think we were a blessed country for all those years, and, and we had favor, but I think we're losing that favor quickly with what, what we're doing, what we're allowing uh, our society to do uh, with what's going on. And that's, that's one reason, I, like I said, I, I wanted to do another one on this because it, I really think it goes so deep that um, it's almost like back when the, uh, was it George Bush, when the banking, they said, it's too big to fail, too big to fail. I don't believe that, personally, just like this. I don't think it's too big to go after. I think it just, we just need some people to, um, I think we had politicians at one time that was, would, would go after that, but it, it will cut deep. If they do, and yeah, a lot of those people are probably connected at some point. Yeah, and and you know whether or not <clears throat> whether they're actually connected to child whatever it might be, they may be connected some other way through prostitution or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. something that's maybe uh, totally different. But you know, that's that's just yeah, like, because a lot of these little children, whether it be male or female. Once they become a certain age, they end up as prostitutes. Yeah, and that's what the those uh, girls, those whistleblowers, they were talking about how they were following them around, trying to dis- discredit them. And same thing with these politicians. Somebody come out and says, you know, we're going to do a uh, a uh, Senate hearing on whatever, and if they better not have anything in their closet because they're going to come after them. I think that's why a lot of good people, and I mean, I don't even really, honestly, I don't even know what the definition of good is anymore when it comes to politicians, but like grassroots people that really want to make a difference, a lot of them, I think that's why they don't run, is because of the process that they have to go through. I mean, look how they tried to destroy Kavanaugh and just, I mean, you know, I mean, who wants to put their, their family through that? Not me. Yeah. Not me. And, and everybody said, I believe, I believe, but, you know. Believe all women. It's only, only if they can cook. Do I know? <laughs> I don't know. To the states with the two highest uh, uh, cases per year, missing children. Texas? Oh, number two. Oh, dang, you got number one. What is it? Well, I don't know. I, th- that's it. California. No. Roll the dice. Nevada. Nevada? Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Sin Man, City. Knock, yeah, Nevada. me over the head. Um, did, it, did the number spike or decrease during the pandemic? Uh, it would spike. Or I'd say it increased. How much? Oh, gosh. 45%. Okay. 45%. So, in Texas alone, 26,500 children missing last year and you know i i really kind of think that if we had true numbers for each state that's what i'm saying that you can't these aren't you true can't numbers, yeah right? i mean they said what was it north carolina there were six hundred fifty thousand kids gone missing in one 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 year yeah you know but track that down then they tied um the uh child enforcement or not child enforcement the uh cps with uh some type of ring down there in in north carolina i don't remember all the details of it but you know, to get true numbers, it's hard to do. And then, like I said, I don't want to re- research and have this all in my browser history. No, they you know? come after me because I did. You know, but that's the thing of it is it says 5.7 million uh, worldwide per year. And that's we think that's such a high number. But we've already established the fact here that these are low numbers because for all the factors that we 
yeah. you know, explained here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That um, one thing that got when I said that we need to do this show, um, there's a, I can't remember the guy's name. His last name is Atwood. He'd done an interview uh, with several different people and he's, uh, over in Europe someplace. And uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Was it Jimmy Seville or something like that? That he was actually knighted by uh, the Queen back in 1990. He was a disc jockey, also supposedly. Yeah, go he, ahead. He yeah. had uh, abused 500 yes, people. Yes. Yes. And it went from an eight-year-old to dead people. Yeah, I remember. I mean, that. he 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 had no yeah. limit. <laughs> <laughs> what he would do, and you know the royal family was right there with him. Well, speaking of, yeah, speaking until after royal family, Prince Andrew. Yeah, royal family. How many people's can you know? Listen, this is uh, pr- this problem is not going to be solved unless people really understand the, you know, gravity of it. Yeah, I think I think that's Revival. the reason I do what. Yeah. Revival. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, true. I mean, it's uh. Well, the only thing is, I think it needs to be that there needs to be uh, investigation and prosecutions, and you know, whatever we have to do. Yeah. So I've thought about this. This is the cure. You guys, ready? We said all this because I'm gonna tell you. You're gonna, you're gonna cure. Let it right. thirty seconds. He's gonna solve it. Here we go. Thirty seconds. So this is what we do. We get we get an underground network with guys that have no criminal history. Guys, it's kind of like off the off the radar. We meet. We say okay. You go after him, you go after him, you go after him, you go after him. So by the time we get about two million of us, and we get rid of two million of them, and then we come back up, uh, we come back from the underground, and we're just like, where'd the problem go? It's kind of like the Proud Boys. Have you I, ever heard of them? <laughs> yeah. Didn't, didn't they get prosecuted just recently? Where's Uncle Johnny? Last time I saw him, he was uh, he was swimming. Well, he's swimming with the fishes now. <laughs> didn't tell him. I didn't put my last name on this podcast, did I? <laughs> I mean, I'm all for Proud Boys. That's what you want to do, but you know, it's like, gosh, it's like these people well, are just. And, it, and they'll have their judgment one day. I mean, it's not, it's not for me to. But but you don't want you don't want a uh, what is that uh, mob mentality? You don't want that. Uh, it worked in the Wild West. Everybody carried guns back in too. Well, uh, you know, not. <laughs> yeah. So what, an innocent it guy? It worked with, for Sammy the Bull Gravano. <laughs> hey, so what if a couple people got hung that they were innocent? How many? Just, that happens in our prisons today, anyway. Yeah. So you know why not? Listen. Yeah, it's funny you talk about free speech and stuff. And uh, I seen a, a truck. Um, it had a sign on the back that said, uh, "Shoot your local pedophile," and it had a symbol or you know like a stick person kneeled down, and the guy was executing him from the behind. You mm-hmm. know. In the head, you know, yeah. but he was, but it, I'm thinking, you know, I believe in free speech. I do. But, you know, that that's not something I put on my car, you know. He might have had like a family member that was affected by it, though. That's like true. maybe it was his granddaughter. I wouldn't, it, I wouldn't put it on my car either, but, you know, I mean. I wouldn't. feel like that, though. If I wouldn't, but I mean, it, you can imagine yeah. if that was your daughter or granddaughter, you'd probably. Yeah, or if my, or if my you know, daughter or granddaughter was in the car with me and said, Pappy, what's a pedophile? I would. What tell her? You know, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, so the craziest thing I saw today, this is crazy. We're sitting here eating before coming over to your abode, and uh, this guy walks in with a mask on, and his kids don't have one. So I'm, I'm, I was told, Ron, I'm going to stand up and say, That's child abuse. Where's their mask? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, I mean, it's just like this world is, it's, People are crazy. Check. 
<laughs> government's corrupt. Check. Guys, right? Check. Why are people even still wearing masks? I mean, yeah. well, I never wore one to begin with, <laughs> but like, what yeah. now? Why? And he took it off to eat too. Hey, he took it off to eat. But you can't get anything when you when you have your fork in your mouth. There's no germs on your fork. It's like <laughs> we saw a guy at Kroger the other day had a mask on, had like a little thick slit in his mask. He was smoking a cigarette. Oh my god! No, it wasn't, but he he was he was like he was. I would say something. He was smoking, and he put his mask up, pull down. <laughs> like at the hospital, how many times do you walk out front of the hospital? And you see people with this, the IV and like all these bags hanging down, their hospital gowns like all twisted with their fuzzy socks, puffing away. I'm dying. <laughs> That's another episode. Sorry. Yeah, but this uh, Dano, what do you think? What do you think about all this stuff, man? I, I think Take your semetidine tonight. <laughs> I mean, I think it's great. Are you talking about me? No, yes. I say for all of you <laughs> listeners out there that have problems. <laughs> They're just bizarre man bizarre yeah. i guess we can really it just kind of shows you the power of influence because you know obviously i think you know me and you when you know when we were growing up i mean you couldn't you just couldn't see that stuff i mean we try to well i, I remember you were trying to race the brawls off of the jc penny catalogs <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even honestly i didn't even know what a pedophile was when i was younger yeah i caught dane he was about he's about 12 he was and racer and J.C. Penny Catalog. I walked over there and he's trying to race the, one the that brawls came out off for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, if we want to tell real stories, we can start right now. If you want. <laughs> but that's really all we had, honestly. I mean, you go to Nick's News and you would think, there they are. And then they had like paper on them and they had like a couple combination locks on them. <laughs> you know, so I've heard. But <laughs> I was going to say, it seems like you, you got to learn from experience here. <laughs> <laughs> Looky, we've hit it. <laughs> But now it's like you can – that has something to do with it. I, well, I think. and that's, that's like you said, I'm talking about these government employees that actually have images on their computer. You know, yeah. We had a person here locally that was prosecuted for having images. You know, I don't but, even understand that. At my the, work, there, I can't even look up – you know how Pink has college – Victoria's Secret Pink mm-hmm. has college apparel. We were wanting to copy this one logo. Look at it and maybe design one ourselves. I couldn't even pull it up on my computer because it was blocked. Well, yeah. Which is not even porn. It's yeah, yeah. You you got a better firewall there. Yeah, it's just, but it's it's it's, it's readily available. That's why you know. I won't even. I'm not even gonna go down that road. But anyway, we'll shut up. Science. So we do we hit everything? It's a deep subject. I mean, you we could talk about that. I mean, you could break it down and talk about this for hours. You really could. You'd have like series one through five. It's just the fact that people believe in it. You know, like I told you, you know, you you tell me this stuff twenty some years ago, thirty some years ago, and it's like, man, that sounds like a sounds like a movie. That's worse than risky business. You know, it says sounds like a movie. That's that's Hollywood. That can't be true. Mm-hmm. But. But it is Hollywood. Do you yeah, think that's it where Hollywood it all and it is true. It, it generated? Yeah. I mean, right. in, in Hollywood, that's normal. And, you know, I think even like 50 years ago, we probably had some of this stuff actually happen. I'm sure a lot of it happened, but it wasn't publicized the way it is right. today. Um, but some of this probably needs to be more publicized. I, and I really think, you know, especially when somebody's running for a uh, federal position, you know, 
need to look at their background a little bit more and just how they vote on immigration. You know? There's something on the wiener laptops or something. There's there's things on these laptops. You keep going back to the wiener. I don't understand. The wiener laptop, yeah. <laughs> well, the reason I keep going back to it is because a guy that we know uh, well um, knows a guy that is a um, NYPD. He works in the sex crimes units. And I brought this when this first came out. I texted this guy. I said, is this, is this true? And he said, well, let me talk to this guy. So this guy had... I still have I still have it on my phone. He said, "I've seen it. It's true. It's sickening, but nothing will happen." Yeah. And I was like, "What?" Yeah. So, there you have it. I mean, this was like from an NYPD guy. It's in there. Yeah. So he he has seen it. So, the laptops exist. Mm-hmm. We just got we just got to tell ourselves that this is all conspiracy theory, and you know, and just, uh, dude, protect your children. You know, they're the most sacred that we have. You just need to protect them and be better parents. Monitor what they listen to. Monitor what they see. Monitor where they go. I mean, I mean, look at look at well, the girls today that are twelve. They look like they're sixteen, seventeen years old. Sex sells. We our our nephew passed away, and um, I think before the episode, I said, "Please, please pray for Tanner," and he's he'd already passed away. I meant. Please pray for the family. Yeah, I'm not Catholic, so <laughs> I was just saying yeah. he's not in purgatory, <laughs> right? So I, I kind of made that mistake, but um, you know, we had um, you just you just you just see it all around. There was uh, some, you know, just the, the way they just I, I shouldn't even say that it was just the, I, I guess my most recent memory. But everywhere you look, I mean, 12, 13 year olds are just dressing like, mm-hmm. well, it's your mama. It's it's not even that. I mean, it's even like the TV shows, and even if you want to go to the cartoons, the cartoons have so much subliminal stuff in there, you know that uh, it it it's grooming them right now. My oldest daughter hated me. I was, you know, we'd go to church, we'd get ready to go somewhere, and you remember, you ain't wearing that. Why ain't I wearing that? That's because <laughs> I'm dad. Hello. And nice, I said so. Nice to meet you. It's too short or mm-hmm. something, you it's, know. It's too short, too revealing or whatever. I've grown that. <laughs> and I tell you, I mean, she's modest to this day. For sure. For sure. And But you know what she done back then? She had that same outfit in her purse, and as soon as she got in the car, she changed. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I mean, so what you done, Susie? <laughs> no. <laughs> and, she, and she, to this day, has thanked us for... Yeah, she... Yeah, not letting her get also away with things the, that, that she wanted to. The yeah. youngest was was even like, <laughs> note to self, I'm not trying that. You know, yeah. I mean, I was like, I wasn't. And she's like, your wild child, though, huh? And she your wilder child? Who the youngest? The youngest one? one. Neither one of them are wild. She's just free spirited. I'll yeah. say that she's just very free spirited. She is. It's her. It's your world. Her world, and we're just living in it. Hmm. I was a little bit of Breakfast Club, a little bit of. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> if you had to go back and do like one movie, like how would you describe your childhood or your teenage years? One movie? Oh, wow. One movie. I would say Fast Times at Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get that jacket, Mr. Hand? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
You know, actually, I did watch that not too long ago, and I thought, why did I like this movie? It's, I know. It's yeah. horrible. So it's a horrible, stupid, stupid movie. It's stupid. But when I was a kid, I thought, oh, man, that's cool. Yeah. 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 Mine would have been, um, oh, what was that movie with, um, yeah, I can't remember. Another one, Hollywood Nights. There's two of them, but the, the one in particular is kind of funny. Yeah. So since we've been talking about all this crazy stuff, let's let's wrap it up, but we'll wrap it up with your favorite movie of all time. Oh, gosh. Start around the table, because I don't know if I have one. One that I've seen thousands and thousands and thousands of times. My favorite sports movie is The Hoosiers, by far. I could watch The Hoosiers, and it's just, but my favorite movie of all time is A Few Good Men. Oh, yeah. I've watched that a hundred times, mm-hmm. and um, it's my favorite movie. All right, if I'd say so. What about you? I know what yours is. What? Fried green tomatoes. No. What was that? Sweet sweet magnolia. What was that? Steel magnolias. No, 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 no. Overboard. <laughs> That's probably it. Overboard. <laughs> Depends on what category we're in. Oh, overboard. Let's watch this. I'm like, we've watched this thing 25 times. <laughs> all right, Stacey. My favorite movie of all time. Um... I, I'm going to be very conservative. I can't really say what my favorite movie is, but I really like Dirty Dancing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think I know. But what, I, I, if you want me to be honest with you. I know what your favorite one was. What? I'll, I'll, we'll discuss that later. <laughs> okay. Yours was Beaches, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a pretty good one. No, um, Pistol Pete is probably one of my favorite. Oh, yeah. Pistol Pete Maravich. Uh, that was, yeah. Thing. And then uh, actually, uh, I'll say another one. I liked it extremely well. Was apocalypse, apocalypse, apocalypse now? now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the smell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Marlon Brando and yeah. Martin Sheen and a few others in there. All right, guys, we just thought we'd just uh, end this on a brighter note. I hate talking about this stuff, but it needs it needs talked about. Yep. We got to say, Dane. I'll see you next week. See you next week, Stacy. Thanks for coming again, Rhonda. Thanks for having me. I love that you're talking more. She's always here. She's kind of like our research person, but she's just starting to talk more. Anyway. Um, See ya. See ya.